off. <laughs> yeah, and um, I don't know if that's ever going to be <laughs> publicly again. That is my my favorite part of the Always Sunny podcast. Yeah. Those whenever they say something and they all laugh and then they all at the same time will be like, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> you gotta get that out of here. It has been my new favorite thing to like have a moment in the podcast that I say out loud that I'm going to cut and then not do it. Um, Colin, you want to bring us in? We'll just talk about whatever. Are we not in? I mean, yeah, but like we didn't actually like we have a song. Like bring it in. Yeah, bring like it, in. it could be a cold opening. <laughs> <laughs> and then we could cut to the like <laughs> Dr. Jones, what's up? Our vet's over there. Dr. Okie dokie, Dr. Jones. Oh, I know Dr. Jones. Yeah. He's Patrick. Okie dokie, Dr. Jones. Yeah, he's That's, her uh, Yeah, he's our vet, vet too. He's best. We love him. I need a new vet. Our vet Bad. our vet drinks beer and hangs out and loves all the dogs, so we like that a lot. He comes over to Hobcock quite a bit. Quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think my vet is going through an emotional breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) Why? She's always sweaty and flustered. and uh, She might be getting into the... uh, She's sweaty and flustered because there is actually three million doodles in this town. And there's 13 vets. (laughs) That's probably true. There's just way too many dogs in this town. That's what our vet was saying. There's like literally too many dogs in this town, not well, enough vets. Okay, oh, literally all of, all of the shelters are completely full. Yeah. Every single wow. one. Well, I'll tell you what, there's too many of these golden retrievers. You I've shut never the fuck s- up. <laughs> <laughs> Cosmo is a saint. I've never seen so many in my life. Where I'm from, it's all chihuahuas and pit bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tracks. That Texas? <laughs> New Mexico. Oh, so same thing. Yeah. It's close. like half Texas. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like Chihuahuas. Texas with class. And uh, 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 that's a stretch. <laughs> Texas with seasons. That's you fair. could probably get a good idea of what a neighborhood feels like if you just start talking about the majority of the dogs in that neighborhood. I buy, I buy into that. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if somebody was like, yeah, we mainly got a bunch of like chocolate labs and yellow labs running around. You're going to start painting a picture of what that neighborhood looks like. Yeah, I'm guessing there's some like lifted trucks with some truck nuts and maybe a lot of camo. Yeah. Golf carts with mossy oak camo seats. Hell yeah. First thought that came to my mind. And if there's like a bunch of doodles, it's probably houses painted white with black windows. Mm-hmm. Or an apartment complex full of women. Golf carts. <laughs> with golf carts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's All fair. Right, let's bring us in somehow. Well, should it be like the game at the end? Like, it's a cold opening. And then it's... What's up, aliens? <laughs> I hope you're listening in. Welcome back to the Where's My Beard podcast. We are here at Two Blokes. We just gave you a cold opening, and we are coming off of an awesome, awesome little bit of fall weather. Back in the back with James Bridwell. Does it count as fall weather when it's like 80 degrees outside? Yeah, when I'm actually sweating currently. That's true. I put on pants yesterday, and I regretted it for about five hours. Yeah. It's too hot, but I'm I'm in full jeans and boots. But but Wednesday, high of like 57? Yeah. I'm in for it, baby. It's true. The mornings are cold and the nights are cold, but the daytime's like super hot. We went on the boat in Wilmington and Hannah got sunburned on Saturday mm. in October. That doesn't happen. Well, let's go around real quick because I've left out our new compatriot who has not been on the right. pod yet. Yeah. I've only been in Mount Pleasant for three months. So, Well, welcome, brother. 
Thank you. Yeah, my name is Ram Calsa. I'm from New Mexico, and I brew at Hobgoblin. Heck yeah. That's right. Which Good is job. literally right across the street. Yeah, that used to be our, like, when we first started recording, we would sit out back and just absolutely murder beers until they came out and took all of our glasses away from us because we were a problem. Yeah. Really? Well, no, no. They took the glasses away because they're like, you guys don't need to have 16 glasses on the table. And we're like, <laughs> like yes. We're out of glasses. Like, Aaron, <laughs> yes, yes, we do. We <laughs> need all these of these. These are trophies. And yeah. she's like, she's like, do you guys need another beer? I just want the glasses back. And I was like, no, give them back. She's I like, want them. We're running out of glassware for the customers. <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys need to settle down drinking or give us the glasses back. Yeah. Um, but you're here with your dog, Sita. Yeah. So if you hear some uh, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's Sita. On cue. She's. Uh, she just doesn't like being still is really the problem, but she's good. I have that problem a lot, too. I don't like <laughs> not doing something. Oh, I, yeah. I really struggle. I either need to be like mentally stimulated or physically like doing something. It's funny how dogs have personalities like that. Like the dog I had before, he could just relax no matter what, just always laying down. And she's just like, I can't lay down for more than five minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two seconds at a time. Yeah. I wonder if that'll change when she'll get. How old is she? She's two, so right on. You know, still got some growing up to do. Yeah. So, Mike, last time we were here, what man? We had it's probably our most listened to episode. It still is currently. I checked this morning for whatever reason. Uh, Yeah, it has nothing to do with the fact that like the person that joined us was funny. It was actually just fully a hundred percent us being like just nice and genuine and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'll take more credit than I'm deserved. Yeah, and I I take (laughs) I'll I'll take twenty eight thousand of those listeners. I'll attribute to me. Same. I was telling him the other day, it was probably Colin. Yeah. Because <laughs> Colin's a lot of things. He's just, you know, I think as Paul says, he's like, you know, he's just like, he's nice. He's handsome. He's very humble. Like, he never, ever just says any of the other things. <laughs> Humility is like my third best quality. <laughs> third. <laughs> After what? <laughs> uh, well, I'm very handsome. But for the listeners, that's not apparent. Right. You know? We can't, we can't um, know that. And then secondly, uh, I'm very know. funny. Pro- probably, yeah, <laughs> probably humor. Super funny guy. And your wife totally agrees with all of those things. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she likes to tell people, too. Yeah. No. But, yeah, no. We um, haven't been here in a minute, and it's been, well, been here in a minute on the podcast. We've been here quite a bit in the last couple of months. Hi, Sita. Before yeah. we oh, leave, Colin, give you all did, you, did we just not talk about you having a horse the last time you were here? A yeah, horse? Probably not. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Colin has a horse, and he's not a problem whatsoever, ever. <laughs> <laughs> the horse is, you know... Totally fine. Never has any issues. Honestly, really cheap investment, too. Yeah, for sure. Like, no stress. <laughs> super calming. No sunk cost. Yeah. No sunk cost. Really. Beautiful. Um, yeah, man. We got a horse. I got my wife a horse for uh, her birthday, which is something that she had wanted her entire life. She grew up riding horses. And around COVID, when there wasn't really much to do, she got back into riding, which was awesome. Um, because she didn't have to work at the hospital as much. We had a lot of spare time, obviously, just like everybody else, and we wanted to do stuff outside. So she got back into it, and we found a horse that we loved. His name's Somerset. He's an off-the-track thoroughbred. Mike's That's what wow. OTTB means? OTTB. You have said that so many times, and I have no idea. I've never <laughs> even tried to Google it, because I was like, oh, yeah, totally. I know what that is. Yeah, it's, just, it's just horse shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. That's horse stuff. <laughs> Look, horse they, stuff, I'm ignorant as fuck. I do not know anything about horses. Like Every time you guys talk about it, I'm like, yeah, because once you start down that path, it's there's you don't want to be that guy. No offense, Colin. <laughs> no, I'm not that guy. My wife is that girl. She's full blown horse girl now. Yeah, my fiance grew up in Eula, Texas, and was a full on horse girl. Like they have horses on their property and yeah, other 
farm critters. Uh, she's not a horse girl now, but well, I can think of worse things for my wife to be into. I mean, financially, it's not it's not great there, <laughs> but you know, some people have crazy drug problems, and that's expensive too. Yeah, yeah. but I don't know. If you're going to set money on fire for something, having a horse is pretty fucking cool. Yeah, horse, Isn't it funny horse. how like back in the day everybody had a horse, and that was like <laughs> relatively ooh, the norm. Relatively the norm, and then. It was like opulence to have a car, <laughs> right? And now it's like opulent to have a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah normal yeah. to have a car. Yeah, it's probably like ninety-eight percent of people probably used to inter- engage with horses. Yeah, and only the super, super. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. I never really thought about that. Um, but yeah, man, it's fun. I mean, I'll, I'll, I might come up later. I'm not going to get into it now, but we had a pretty interesting weekend. Um, we went up to Camden to meet with. A, we our horse has been having some problems. Uh, he was in rehab for like eight and a half months and he came back, we got him healthy and like two weeks into getting him back. Of course he like blows out his leg again. It's insane. Damn. Um, like they're worse than boats on that, <laughs> that stuff. Like it's yeah. constant. Um, like you could look at a horse the wrong way and they'd start colicking. Like, I don't even know if y'all know what that means. No, like I was, was going to ask a uh, definition, please, Jamie. <clears throat> uh, colicking is essentially very bad. No bueno. We don't have to go into details, but, um, they like can't throw horses can't really throw up. And so, like they can die from, like if if a human needs to throw up or a dog needs to, they just throw up. But like if a horse doesn't, you have to do something about it. Um, they just constantly like you look at them wrong. They they throw a shoe and the ferry is expensive, or they'll like tweak something, or they start they get bored in their stall and they start cribbing, which is they'll like <laughs> grab. It's insane. Um, they're like giant toddlers, two thousand pound toddlers. They will grab with their teeth like the wooden stall. And start ripping it apart. And suck on it as hard as they can. And something about that makes them high. (laughs) My kind of horse. (laughs) And we got to stop them doing that for a a myriad of different reasons. Um, So you have to put some of them in like a cribbing collar. They have to wear this fucking thing. Like there's just so many things you have to watch out for. Like if they're out in the field and they eat like possum shit for whatever reason oh. that can just kill them oh, like God. there's so many things that can kill a horse and doesn't their stomach twist or can yeah, twist they run they... into stuff like that like, crazy man it's a lot it yeah. sounds like a really good investment yeah, i should you luck. know yeah like hannah like you know we're gonna get married and do all that stuff but like let's just go ahead and let's buy a horse instead sure yeah i think it's a good investment for us well, considering neither one of us are well i mean it's hannah used to ride but i not my thing it's not, well, not my kink this weekend we in light of all of that, um, because you know clearly it's not working, we we found out about this this white guy from Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> Wait, does he have the Matt accent? Bruce? Oh yeah, man. Colin. The thing about a horse, Colin, is you know they're not really just a horseman. Listen here, Brittany, because your dumbass husband here is uh, about to learn something. <laughs> why, why do you sound Trinidadian and German at the same, <laughs> the same time? time. <laughs> well. I don't know. I was with this guy a lot this weekend. I think I've, I've figured it out because he's been in the States for a while. Um, but he's this big, big dude. Kind of looks like Crocodile Dundee, like the way he dresses. Does he carry a machete? Um, nobody wears a red bandana. I want to paint a picture. He wears a red bandana around his neck, almost kind of like an ascot. A long kind of like fishing shirt. A like waxed canvas vest that's been worn. Like not straight out of the Orvis store. Like this shit's been, it's it's shit. been vesting. Yeah, uh, cargo shorts, tall socks, thick boots. The guy's legs—he's—he's he's bigger than James in every direction, and he's just this. That's a big boy. That's he's a big, big boy. boy. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy, 
and his name's Bruce Anderson, and he's a horse naturalist, but you know, it's also a horse humanist in a way. And so listen here, Britain. So your your husband's about to learn some shit. It's not just a horse, it's infinite possibilities. So when you get in the round pin with me, Colin, you're gonna fuck things up, that's sure. But I'm gonna start asking you questions and we're gonna break it down for you and we're gonna feel how you feel and how you problem solve. And then we're going to get you in there with one of the wild horses. I got a feral horse in the back I'm going to bring in in a moment. And he's going to fuck you up, Colin. Wow. I saw a video of you walking it through like a uh, like yeah. a little ribbons. And Brittany's like, he got this feral horse walks the ribbons. And I was like, just I put an apple in your hand, right? That's all you got to do. And they say, get horses to do anything. And I'm like, I'm so like dumb when it comes to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, no. Like, they're way too smart and stubborn. Well, they're they're prey animals. So they are terrified of, of things that are seemingly not very scary. Well, good news is you. nothing about you looks scary, so you're good. It was a wild. I mean, at another time when we got – I mean, we literally spent 10 hours of session with this guy, and it blew my mind. Like, going into it, what I thought about, like, horsemanship and horse care versus leaving it, it, it rocked my world. So, yeah. Shout out to Bruce. We'll talk about all that later. But he got us doing some pretty crazy stuff with a horse that's probably only interacted with, like, three human beings in its life. Oh, it was, like, jumping and – Bucking yep. and farting and kicking out at you, trying to like. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like like the worst to me. Yeah, in a round pen. So it's me and Br- he was essentially at, at the end of it, just gets me and Brittany like in this round pen. Think like it was twenty two paces across because we were trying to find the middle with a bunch of stupid mind games that this guy made us do. Uh, so it's kind of small, like it's not much bigger than where we are with this big ass wild horse that doesn't want to be doing what we want him to do. And then by the end of the weekend, I have him doing like tons of stuff and hanging out and being sweet and getting me to go through or getting him to go through tarps and stuff with me and really interesting stuff horses are cool we'll talk later about all that. hard pass and all that um <laughs> myself yeah. i wouldn't yeah. yeah i have a question so sticking with the farm theme here um <laughs> one of, went with one of my friends who had george thorogood on wednesday and they which was a fantastic concert. I did not expect that guy to have cocaine energy at like 70 something, <laughs> but he, he absolutely was still full rock star and he's like, like 72. Like he, he was, yeah, that's awesome. it hasn't changed. The man's wife passed away. I'm pretty sure he's just like fucking hookers and doing cocaine nonstop. Like, but he, um, it's the ticket to good music, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And it's bad to the bone, but we, uh, we're talking with some friends we went with and they're going, um, boar hunting here in Arkansas. And they're just riding around in helicopters shooting ARs at just feral boars That's because the they're thing so bad. In his neck of the woods. Yeah. yeah, I got a buddy that is part owner and flies the helicopter for a company called Pork Choppers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all they do. So that's they just so fly Amazing. Hang out the side of a helicopter with fully automatic weapons and just that's gun them down, light them up. Dude. Yeah. Before anybody thinks that that's cruel, they're like a huge invasive yeah, problem. Huge, oh yeah, huge big problem. problem. This they're they're called the billion dollar problem because they just destroy like crop fields. They destroy everything natural. They just run straight through like barbed wire fences. They do not give a shit about anything, and they yeah. get so big. Yeah, like when you got feral like hogs mating with potbelly pigs that somehow like got out there. Like those things get massive. Damn, and they're like, mean. Yeah. They're real mean. You can take a domesticated pig that's been living on a farm for like most of its life, put it in the wilderness. It grows tusks, and and they will uh they will grow tusks and hair like incredibly quickly, and essentially get rabid. and then just weigh five hundred <laughs> pounds and just run through anything and very hard to kill. And they don't have any natural predators, which is the big issue. Like yeah. right now in Colombia, like just right up the road from here, 
uh, that's where me and Logan used to go hunt. And the guy who owned the hunting property was essentially like offering to pay us to kill the hogs. Yeah. Because they were killing all of his crops. They were eating all the tomatoes, corn. He had to like change what he was it's doing. It's cheaper to pay people to kill them than it is to like deal with the consequences of their actions. Oh, yeah. Because like yeah. the pig, like the hogs, they're, they're so bad. We like, shot these companies that fly around and shoot hogs. Like the customers pay to get on the helicopter, and then the farms pay the choppers to fly over their land. Yeah. yeah. Hogs have dual income coming in. That's awesome. Uh, and like you don't have to stop and pick them up or clean them up. Like you shoot them and they stay there. Yeah. Like, they're, you're not out there to, like, bring back hog to the family. Well, you're just out there to see how many you can kill. Hannah asked me about it. She's like, do you think that, like, they should harvest the meat or do anything? It's like, no, it's going to be disgusting meat. Yeah, it's not, it's, mm. it's not, like, home team barbecue. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> These are. No. They're, they're, they're not fat. So, like, we were, I was trying to explain to her, it's, like, the difference between, like, a, a really good cut of meat. Like, if we want to argue, like, the best cut of meat you can get is, like, an A5 Wagyu, right? Like, it's going to be meat that doesn't move around a lot. It's going to have a high fat content. And it's going to eat very specific food the whole time. Because yeah, we feed them clean. The yeah. hogs will li- literally eat, eat anything. anything. And then they run they around. Themselves. Like they eat other hogs. And they nonstop. And they're always moving. They're always like, they don't just sit in one little area. They they go across thousands of miles. Super and they just tough. run yeah. across all of it. And like that meat is going to be probably impossible to make tender. You Yeah. I mean, we, we spent a lot of time trying to figure it out in the pressure cooker. And it still, <laughs> it still was not good. <laughs> But you kind of try to like tell yourself, oh yeah, this is good. It's not brisket, you know. <laughs> You're like jaws cramping. Maybe it just makes good jerky because it's already just lean there in. You go. We tried. Yeah, <laughs> it's even worse. It's just get like that. It's like chewing on a leather belt. Yes, with a slight <laughs> hint of piss and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, I have you been, <laughs> I've been from me to you and sent rounds of nine millimeter through one charging at us, and it didn't even act like it, it noticed it. Jeez, yeah. I mean, I know what to do. We'll create. We'll bring back the Velociraptor. Yes. Like a Jurassic Park situation. And we'll just let them uh, right. take care of it. And we'll right? deal with those consequences later. later. Yeah, we'll just kick that can down the road. Yeah. In, like in classic <laughs> American political, like using tax money the right way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And with our proficiency Introduce for... a predator. Yeah. And then there you go. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll figure out what to do with them later. But we gotta we gotta solve this now. That sounds like everything that I do when I'm drunk. I'm just like, oh, that sounds like a tomorrow problem. Like... Yesterday, we drank all day, like hung out, and then I completely forgot about all the things that I said I was going to do this morning. Yeah. Didn't do 50% of them. Yeah. Every Sunday, I wake up, I'm like, well, 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 this isn't, this isn't all the bridges <laughs> I said I'd cross over. <laughs> like, well, 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 well. well. <laughs> if it isn't the consequences of my own actions. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm not happy, but at the same time, probably happy that we didn't Sunday fun day yesterday, because my week would have been a lot more complicated. If I would have been out drinking with you at three o'clock on a Sunday, it would have been a problem problem day. We played it cool. Yeah, we we I think we made, unfortunately, the right decision, but like not a good decision, yeah. not a fun decision. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it was just one of those. I was like, uh oh, this is gonna be a problem. <laughs> like, and um, but yeah, we uh we kind of did Sunday fun day a little bit. We did. Um, I saw you went to Jacoba's. Yes, got your boots engraved. Uh yeah, my old pair. Because someone didn't know they were already yours because you put like a thousand miles in them. They smell like dip no, dog they, shit. No, they smell good. They just don't <laughs> look good. Those boots smell good. I'll bring them back. You could do a booty out of those. You, you could have <laughs> yeah. a, a booty. I'm look. I'm always in for a shoey, you know, <laughs> and like my sports car hero, Danny Ricardo. 
always those shoeies when he wins. Yeah, yeah. He's your sports car? I fucking love Danny Rick. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You've got some thoughts on this. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I Like, I have nothing against Max Verstappen. I don't like him. Because he's successful. But I don't like anyone <laughs> who's super successful. Winning. Like, I got nothing against the guy, but fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah. next year it's going to be Danny Rick and, and Max Verstappen on the same team. Checo's probably out now. Huh. So and was wasn't Ricardo supposed to go in with that same team or no? That, I thought, yeah. wasn't he on Red Bull? Yeah, and then he left, and then he made a shitload of money, and then he's just gonna finish his career back there again, making more money. Are we talking about cars? Yeah, racing. Talking about yeah, yeah, I yeah. Sorry, sorry. F one. Yeah, Formula One. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's that's the one with the like the they're squatty and yeah, they're they're kind of wide. <laughs> yeah. They're they're about like. They you know, like fifteen spaceships. feet long, six feet wide. They got like the wing on the back. Yeah, yeah. but not the American ones. Those are indie cars. All right, <laughs> <laughs> we've already hey, gone yeah, too. Bad. We already missed the it. people that I know that have gotten into it. All seem to love it. Yeah, kind of like the people that like pickleball. They fucking love pickleball. The people that like my jerk face like gets into jujitsu. Like they won't stop talking about it. Yeah, well, I'm nervous. To get into yet another thing that seems to be incredibly like convincing. You, yeah, you have to like pick fun. and choose your battles though, because like I used to only watch like hockey back when the Preds were like my like yeah. that's all I did. I mean, we even wearing a Preds hat, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, but I have so much like time now that I have to pick and choose what I watch. And now it turned into like I used to only watch hockey and soccer, and I'm like, oh, well, I only have time to watch. I watch college football. I get one game a week. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the balls. If they're playing, I'm watching the balls game. And then, like, don't watch NFL at all. Like, soccer, obviously, I'm going to watch Liverpool all the time. Yeah. And then, you know, this fucking guy's convincing me to go to battery games now. So, up the battery. Yeah. Every time. And we've got to go one time, and it was so much fun. And then we've been out of town for the next, the last two matches, but Saturday, 7 30. They just keep on winning, man. Yeah. Keep on winning. It's pretty cool. Is it the semifinals? No. Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. This this Saturday. And if they win in Sacramento, San Diego. No. It starts with an S. Yeah, if Sacramento loses, then we'll host the finals here in Charlestown. That's wild. Which would be cool as fuck. Oh, yeah. it'll That'll be a fun Saturday. I think Saturday's going to be a fun Saturday. This whole week's going to be a fun week. There's yeah. so much shit going on with, with Charleston Beer, with week. beer week. Yeah. Like, Do you have any events you're looking forward to that aren't your own? The finale party. The, what the fuck did the lights just turn on? They're motion activated. Oh my god! I was like, so like they're on, but if you don't move enough, like it'll shut off. And it'll do it a couple more times. Oh, okay, cool. I'm cool. gonna take her. <clears throat> take her. Okay, let's stop I'll and get another back. beer. Yeah, that's a good time. Break. Cool. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> if that isn't the best intro, then I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> so yeah, uh, technical difficulties. Uh, James, what are we drinking over here? We're drinking the Suburban Sensei. It is a co-fermented Belgian wit beer with koji, which is the fermentation uh, portion of sake. It's what makes oh. sake. Um, <clears throat> so it's a collab between us and Fatties uh, over there in the brewery district. Uh, me and Harbor and Randolph got together and just were spitballing about fun stuff to do for, for beer week and when I was in CB, at CBC in Nashville, I went to Proper Saki Co. and yeah. had some really fun like, co-fermented beers there. Yeah. Um, Byron's making killer sake over there if you're in the sake at all. Um, 
And we just yes, started emailing Arkansas. back and forth and told them, I was like, hey, I can get this Koji if we want to, like, fool around and, like, co-ferment a beer with Koji. So we did. Um, it's uh, kind of, well, it was going to be, like, a standard Belgian wit beer. Um, it's 7%, which is not to style. I was going to say, yeah, this thing doesn't uh, drink like it. No. Uh, it drinks uh, like it's, like, 5.5%. Yeah. yeah, we just didn't expect the Koji just to, like, keep eating sugar and not stop. Yeah, so um, what did it finish at? Uh, 1.001. Oh, wow. Um, and for the listeners out there, that's how we measure how much sugar is in the liquid. So um, basically, there's no sugar left because yeah. the yeast ate it all. And made alcohol. And made alcohol, so that's why it's 7%. Yeah, and it doesn't drink dry to me. Like, it doesn't feel like a dry beer on my palate. But it is really fun. Like, there's no citrus in it. Um, I get, like, a kind of orange creamsicle kind of note to it. Some yeah. bubble gum in there. Uh, just, I don't know, really fun beer. And then we went with Suburban Sensei, like mall cop vibe. Sorry, like mall, mall yeah. karate vibes. <laughs> yeah, mall yeah, karate, mall karate I mean, vibes. The artwork's fantastic. Uh, it's one of those, like, I, when you when you guys were looking at the, the canning stuff earlier, I was like, wait, I see that? <laughs> I've looked at it as a Suburban like. <laughs> So I've never made, a like, a co-fermented beer. So do you, are you pitching Koji and Belgian yeast at the same time, just together? No, we waited till it was like primary firm was over and okay. it's like petering off pretty, so pretty good. All so right. we pitched it into a secondary and that's it. Very cool. So the Belgian left enough sugar still in there that you yeah, uh, then it, added? Yeah, typically most yeast will peter out at like, uh, like 10, 12. I think if I could go back and start a religion. Beer. <laughs> I think I would put a lot of emphasis on the little critters that make alcohol. Yeah. Spiritual oh, you mean go back and start a religion? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought you we meant could, like start your own. We could still like, start it. We could. <laughs> yeah. We could. We would just have to make sure we're not a cult. Right. Yeah, Which right. seems be to cult, be challenging <laughs> line to walk these days. It's Starting a church and getting that tax-free incentive. <laughs> I have a 501c3 that we could probably shift into. Rules. When, when, with that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> churches get free reign, man. That's true. Everything's tax free for a church. That's true. Well, so is my my charity, which we haven't done anything with yet. But Heart and Maine, <laughs> we could we could just change the name. Actually, we'll just we'll, we'll leave fuck that there. the horses, yeah. and we're going to go ahead and just we're not going to fuck church. horses. That's a straight <laughs> sign into a cult, Mike. But no, 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 no. But horses. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to start a church. Dedicated no. to yeast, the god of microbes, yeah, yeast the god of microbes. Which zero horse I mean, there fucking. is Pastafarian, like the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Yeah. Like, no, we, oh my god, really? Yeah. There's yeah. a real church, yeah. So oh, the, the Pastafarian, and like they worship the Flying Spaghetti Monster. But so they have to know that that's it's, ridiculous. It's right? all sarcastic. Yeah. The entire yeah. Yeah. entire yeah. organization yeah. makes it out of sarcasm because they they were like, hey, the tax loopholes in churches shouldn't exist. Right. So that was the, the whole reason. And then now it's a recognized U.S. religion. <laughs> so, like, some people made it in, in jest, and then it turned into an actual thing because the internet is the internet. Well, that's what it, Nick Saban's doing down in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, and that's why I think you're part <laughs> of the cult. <laughs> Chasing that tax-exempt status. Oh, um, yeah. But no. for real, like, uh, that would be a cool religion because yeast is so... Well, there you go. I kind of feel like we could reach out to old man Jesus. I'm a big fan of that guy <laughs> because he has some insight into this. I mean, the dude didn't even need yeast. He took water and turned it into wine. So Straight he would be a good soundboard. 
He'd be like a good case study. What about some ideas after that? Yeah, we'll take him yeah. out for a beer and be like, yeah, we got an idea. What you think? <laughs> <laughs> so the funny thing about that is only I can talk to him, so you guys are going to have to pay for Oh, you're Yeast the Jesus. Rights yeah. to, yeah. You're Jesus. Yeezus. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kanye's been doing. <laughs> Dude's fucking brilliant. I never put that together. <laughs> Right. We see you over there, you <laughs> Yeah. Um, wow. I was not expecting it to go that direction. <laughs> Took a hard left. God, that guy's a visionary. That was like years ago. He years ago. He knew. he knew. That was before our podcast even made the air. Yeah. Damn. So, don't call him a prophet. Don't call no, him a prophet. He, he, would, he would like that way too much. <laughs> he, yeah, 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 that guy. He's actually like the, uh, the anti-yeast. Like, that's what we would consider him. Yeah. yeah. He probably doesn't even drink beer. It's like, can you trust him? Yeah. You know, I, I do think that's a really good, like, cattle, or not a catalyst, a, a good measuring stick for whether or not I like someone is like, can you drink a beer? Do you like beer? <laughs> well, that's interesting, too, because I think a lot of people that don't like beer haven't really given it a try. Because, no, like, beer's great. Right. So, I guess we should say craft beer. Because, like, yeah. lots of people drink beer, right? Bad yeah. beer. Well, yeah, but bad beer has its place. It really right. does. Like there is a there's a certain there's time, a and, time a place. and a place for the macro. No, yeah. absolutely. Like my father in law apparently is allergic to beer, which I I still to this day I've known this guy for like ten years. I don't know if it's actually bullshit or if it's real. Um, but he says it, it makes my lip curl. What what is what? that? <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> so he just wants to like crush my ties and like have a good time. <laughs> He's a drinker, man. Yeah. My father in law can put down some rum. Makes my and bourbon curl. Yeah, I'm just so, trying to, and like, he's got a big beard, and he's like a big manly dude. Like he's, it's not like he like I don't like beer. Like no, he just genuinely it seems to have you had know, bad experiences with it. I've drank with him on a multitude of occasions, and I've never even put two and two together. Yeah, nobody knows that. Yeah, huh? Well, I don't trust him. Interesting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't, don't trust him because I'm married to his daughter. Yeah, you should never. Tr- if you trust your father-in-law, you're definitely dying by that guy. <laughs> <laughs> You should always have you heard it here first, a folks. steady <laughs> respect. Wait, I like the spiel that you were on, where like if somebody isn't into craft beer or beer, then yeah, you yeah. can't trust them. Well, I mean, I think Mike was saying that too, but I mean, yeah, that is an interesting thing, right? Um, why not? <laughs> is it genuine, or are you trying to look like you don't like it because because it's trendy, or you like it? Not or they're actually now there's like the new beer hipsters because like we had like the beer hipster like what five ten years ago the person like the first people be like oh, I wouldn't drink a beer unless it's an IPA and like right. now we're just like uh you know certain hazies I don't really you can fuck off with that I don't want it but those guys are still around they just call them haze bros now yeah haze <laughs> bros I was fair. really disappointed I was on Sam Adams website yesterday because I was looking at they just redid their Boston Lager kind of like Fat Tire just redid. Fat tire. I miss the old fat tire. I'm not gonna lie. The new one's good, but I, I kind of wish they just made, made another beer instead of just something else. Like, yeah. They changed the recipe. Yeah, yeah so oh, it's very different. Oh, Boston oh no, Lager? Boston Lager. I would argue because I used to drink a bunch of that. <laughs> Whoa! God damn, that was loud. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh. Everyone in the brew just looked over. <laughs> You're one of the loud sneezers. <laughs> you can do wait, it again, wait. aren't you? You got another one. I don't think so. I think I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem, guys. I have a dad sneeze. I'm not a dad yet. 
So does it get exponentially louder when you become a dead? Those are the rules, I, I, yeah. I was holding back then. Like, it hurt. It hurt my ribs a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So the Boston Lager <laughs> is not that different. Uh, on their website, they would describe it as being more drinkable and lighter, mm. which I don't, I don't know. I'll leave my but, thoughts on that. But that's not what the Boston Lager yeah, it doesn't need I'm sorry, to be. I'm, I'm frustrated it doesn't need by to. this. It's like I'm with you. You're, you're one of the original. I mean, I don't want to call it like a craft beer anymore, but they're one of the original like beers to kind of break out and do their own smaller type thing. Yeah, in it America, was great. don't I change loved, it. Loved it. Yeah, um, just make a new fucking beer. You have the money. Yeah, like and yeah. fat tires the same way. And this is why I got frustrated because I can tell that it's kind of like maybe too many cooks in the kitchen. Uh, they now have a hazy IPA, and I don't know how long they have, but I, I it could have been for a long time. But I'm I just I was like disappointed almost when I went to Sam Adams, and I was like, and there's probably listeners that probably love it, so fuck off. But <laughs> I was just really surprised that yeah. Boston, like that Sam Adams had a, that's had a hazy IPA that they were like excited to talk about as yeah. fucking Jackson calling out Sierra Nevada, being like, "Your Oktoberfest sucks," and all of us being like. It's actually a really good. Yeah, I like their Octoberfest. It's pretty dope. The Sam yeah, Adams Octoberfest, like, I actually really do like. Oh, I really like. I think. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's solid. a little too sweet. Something to strive for. It's. It is syrupy. It's yeah. a little sweet for me, but I mean, it, it hits the mark. But yeah. What do you think is the best Octoberfest in town that's not Blocktoberfest? Wait, like the best local Octoberfest? Yeah, that's you, nice. Or fest beer, I guess, because like. Well, fest beer versus Oktoberfest, that's two different beers. Yeah, well, like that's a beer and Octo- like a a lot of people beer, don't like, know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's two different styles or two different like things. Like when you go, like when you go to Oktoberfest, the, what we drink as Oktoberfest beers are not served. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not served. They're all fest beers. Yeah. All those breweries make Oktoberfest beers. They just don't serve them there. They just don't serve them at the festivals. Yes. Uh, uh, realistically, I think Wind and Waves like. Kyle really nailed his over there. Like it's very, very, very good. Uh, had Roms, what two weeks ago? Two, yeah, a couple at, weeks at ago. y'all's Oktoberfest. Yeah. It's pretty bitchin'. Um, Monkle. Monkle. Yeah, there's a fest beer. There's a fest beer. There's a fest beer. My bad. That's no. a good one though too. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, great. Dude, they're very, serving very it on tap at Fleet Landing. They had it yesterday on draft at Fleet Landing. Fleet Landing, and uh, people were like, I ordered it, and I noticed like five or six other people were also ordering that there. Bunkles, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's me, very, very good. Made me happy. It, it, I mean, oh, I keep it, crush it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I still think it should be illegal to serve a fest beer, or October fest beer, after the first of November. But you know, like, <laughs> I, yeah. you're, you're a month and a half late. At this we point. got inventory to move through, man. Get off our backs. Yeah, <laughs> Biden literally released October first, <laughs> so Mike's I got literally plenty in of the brewery it. talking yeah, shit to the brewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got four kegs left. Here's why you're That's wrong, sir. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Okay. If you honestly, that's actually pretty solid. Like you guys move through it. Wait, you have four. Or you have four. I he have four. four. Kegs, I have two. So you guys have six together between and, the dark, and you have a day and a half per Mike's orders to get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. Calling all. If we're people. following the laws of Mike, we gotta yeah. release Calling this podcast immediately. Um, Mike yeah. can eat my whole ass. <laughs> He'll need longer than a day and a half for that. <laughs> I had 14 <laughs> barrels of that shit. Do you know how many kegs that is? Yeah, I mean. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's many. Yeah. It's 100 kegs. <laughs> it's got to be triple digits, yeah. That's, um, that's well, math. If you really genuinely need to get rid of them and it's stressing you out as much as like starting off the segment. Oh, was, zero stress. But if it were. <laughs> we could 
I would take at least a barrel off. (laughs) You mean a keg? No. (laughs) But I don't have a barrel. I only have four kegs. No, you heard me. How many pints is a barrel? How many pints is a barrel? I'm not good at math. Oh, my God. That's a lot. It's got to like be 250 pints. I always say 500, but no, it may be a barrel. If a, if a six stool, 240, but a six stool is 40 eight. pints, 42 well, ish. A half barrel is 124, so 248. Damn, I just so a half barrel that. is 142. Mm. Is okay, it really? So yeah, this is know. brewer math, right? I here. thought it was 124. I don't think so because the slim is 42, but it's not exact, right? Like no, there's spillage and yeah. stuff. It's just yeah, like if you like whatnot. like full ounce, like ounce to ounce transfer. Yeah. it's forty two pints. My favorite like thing was like whenever we would have like parties in college, and we're like, oh, we didn't know how many beers are supposed to be in here, and we get like maybe two thirds of that because there is so much foam. We oh all suck so much at pouring beer out of a keg. <laughs> we didn't know how to treat the keg right. Like so it was bad. so bad. That literally always happens to yeah. the point where when I brought a keg to a party, I would. Make everyone, all right. Here's your tutorial. Yeah, because everybody just wants to keep pumping it, right? Because you yeah. think you keep pumping you it, and you flows get... out faster. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I had <laughs> a little. Uh, like a lady, you know. I had a moment. Yeah, <laughs> take your time. I had a moment at the family reunion because, like, one of like my younger cousins was just like fucking smashing it. I was just yeah, like, exactly. guys, look, that's gonna be all foam, and it came out all foam. And I was like, look, if it's if it's just trickling out, that's great. Yeah, it's great. It's it's coming out. Just give it a little bit of. Let it fall in the middle of the yeah. cup. It'd be great. It'd be a good ass cup of beer out of a solo cup. I was just at Ghost Monkey. Yeah. And I guess their dishwasher's down. So shout out Koi. Fix that shit. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but I had a couple Koi's lights in a solo cup. Oh, hell yeah. I, it was awesome. I, I haven't like- drank a beer out of a solo cup in... It's got to be four years or something. I think a good marketing move for them would be to just straight up only serve Koi's light out of a solo cup. Honestly, I thought they were, and I thought that was kind of like a cute, funny, kitsch thing. If they gave you like a, a beer pong, like a, just like a regular ping pong ball and like three Koi's lights out of solo cups, I would be like, this is, this is amazing. Here's the thing, too. I didn't really realize until I just grabbed that one, because I hadn't really actually held a true solo cup in a while. Because a lot of party, now. yeah, a lot of party cups you get now are like shit, really thin red plastic, but that was like a legit thick red plastic solo cup. Okay, dude, you gotta buy your solo cups at Costco, man. It's not good, good. I think yeah. it's been like five <laughs> years since I've even touched a solo cup. <laughs> Genuinely. Do I have like family reunions or like potlucks or anything? <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess we're just drinking out of mason jars. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking Alabama. How many oh, stereotypes God. can we get? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not done yet. <laughs> Alright, so I want to go back to, because we mentioned when we were on the break, Oh, yeah. About what you guys are brewing this fall. You got any exciting stuff? Obviously, the beer we're drinking right now is really exciting. This is, Brittany would love this. This is yeah, awesome. It's really good. Um, good job. I'm, I'm enjoying this. Are you uh, going to serve it out of full 16 ounce? Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Don't so, give me that eight ounce bullshit. What else are y'all working on this fall? And then I want to hear about what you got going on at Hot Calls. I was going to tell Ron to go ahead and go first. I just <laughs> talked about a beer. So <laughs> uh, let's see. Hobcock. Well, um, nothing super exciting, sorry to say, because uh, I just got here, What, like like I said, like three months ago, so sure. really what I've been working on is getting 
core beers or like flagship beers, you know, like uh, four beers that are just be on tap all the time. Yeah. Uh, one of them's a hazy, one of them's a West Coast IPA, and then one's a Hellas Lager, and the last one's a wheat beer. Not unlike this one, minus the the Belgian qualities, but... Um, it's like a standard American wheat? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say standard. Like, I still put the orange peel and the coriander and some, like, citra hops to make it, like, fruity and tropical Pop. with some uh, English yeast. Just nice. to, yeah. Are you guys going to do any uh, brown beers this fall? Any what? Like brown beers. Brown beers? Oh, yeah. Thank well, God. so I have a, what's exciting for me and for brewers out there is we have a Schwartz beer um, in the fermenter, which is like a really, really dark lager. A Schwartz beer? Yeah. What is that? What is that Don't comparable to? spell it because it's Schwarz, German. Schwartz no nigga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. It's uh, uh so it's like really dark, almost almost black with like scarlet hues, and like a, a like a kind of a tan foam. It's really smooth and chocolatey. It's still a lager, but it's like yeah, it's a really good beer. I love it. My and first then, thought uh, was like, well, it's German, so it's not going to be like this. What in any way, shape, or form? But as you described, it's like oh, so it's just like it's a it's a fancy Guinness. But it's not in any it's way, shape, a, or form. But maybe like a it is German that, like, Guinness. I yeah, guess. but is like it like a black lager. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dark that's, lager. That's yeah. what Schwartz beer. Okay. Yeah, black, I like black, black lagers. Yeah. 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 There's a brewery um, up in Wilmington that I I genuinely adore. What was it's it called? called? It's Edward Teach Brewing. We Hannah and I were about to go there. And we I didn't. Fucking love because it's in the wrong direction mm. for us. Um, they they it's cool. The whole bar is built out of like this giant steel. I'm it's kind of cheesy, but it looks. Like a giant steel ship, because Love it's it. it's built because it's Edward Teach Blackbeard. It's built to look uh, like Queen Anne's Revenge. Wait, uh, um, cool. I've played so many board games, and every time there's a theme, I always choose Queen Anne's Revenge as like my fucking ship. Yeah, and I think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude. I don't know if people knew what that was. So. I, I've always really enjoyed Blackbeard. I mean, like growing up, like he was like my favorite pirate to read about and all that. I used to have all the books on him. Um, but no, real talk, it's a good brewery. They've got a beer that. I actually love it's kind of like lame, but it's called Teaches Peaches. It's like a peach beer that's fucking amazing. Sounds um, yeah, super cool. Uh, <laughs> but they've got a beer called Black Spot. It's a black lager, and it's about one of the only ones I've ever had that's kind of like that. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't call it a stout. I wouldn't call it like like it's not a stout. It's not yeah. these other things. I mean, I guess they might call it, but it's really like a black lager. Yeah. I and mean, it, it shouldn't. If it's a lager, like it shouldn't have a bunch of bitterness from either the malt or the hops. Um, it should be like really smooth and easy drinking like a lager, but mm-hmm. you know, with chocolatey notes, you know, how do you get the brown head? The brown, uh, the, the malts you put in. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Like if a black, if you, the darker of your gets, the darker it's foam will get just uh, naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like how a cappuccino, has like tan foam after you pour the yeah, yeah. like shot and like that right like the coffee stains the sure. foam tan. yeah okay that makes sense and those um, are like brewer nerd beers these days like when you go is there to, a reason why though what why that's a brewer nerd beer because like that sounds like as you're describing it it's like that sounds exactly like a beer that I'm gonna drink well it's, it's like only a nerd long. beer because Nobody brewers are it. like obsessed with German beers but like if people knew about them they would also be really into them yeah, yeah. But consumers don't order them because they are dark 
and like there's this misconception that if a beer is dark, it will be heavy. And uh, my biggest pet peeve. It drives me nuts. Yeah. yeah. So like they don't they, they don't get ordered a lot. When you see them on a menu at a brewery, you're like, the brewer made this because the brewer wanted it. Yeah. Um. So they they're just they're really fun to make. It's like when you see a brown ale on at a brewery. Like there's they're beers that don't move quick in the tap room typically, but they're on because the brewer either makes one really really well or wanted to make one because there's nowhere else to get one. Yeah. Right. Really enjoys that style. We should make it a thing because you me and Jackson genuinely like dark beers. Oh yeah. We the, should push that more. The minute that it drops below 75 degrees outside, I switch all of my palate. It just it's like a yeah. natural phenomenon that just happens. My entire palate goes straight to I want like I mean we talked about this we about like those English ales or like pub ales like that style and then like I love like brown beers, I love porters, I love stouts, I love yeah. and like black lagers. Like I didn't know that was a style that like exist I guess existed, but if I yeah. see it, I really really like them because I love a I love a dark beer and then I love it being actually drinkable. Oh, yeah. Well, like love- drinkable in the sense that like People go and have a sip, and they're like, oh, that's not nearly as heavy as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. The, the Schwartz beers for you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, absolutely. if you go into a brewery and you see someone has, like, Czech dark lager. Um, oh, yeah, like, Czech lagers are. Or that shit. Yeah. Like, uh, Bevy Benny has a Czech lager that's yeah, fucking yeah, I was, solid. I almost it's just so that. fucking good. Yeah, Clay's got a banger one. It's pretty sexual. Is that the, the, the Eurasian? Yeah. No, it's not. It, yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, I think Clay has two. He has... Uh, like a regular check lager, like a pale check lager, yeah, and then he has a dark one, yeah, uh, tamame. And they're yeah. all like the yeah the the weird like legitimate check names. Yeah, what do you right, mean, right. Did you Which, say tamave? Yeah, is that I, a check name? I don't know if that's how it's like properly pronounced, but that's what it's called. It's, yeah, because they're yeah. they're a predominantly lager based brewery. Yeah, like, right. And like he, but like that when he gave that to us, I was like, that's fucking solid. Yeah. I loved it. I was like, it looks like it drinks like syrup. And then it actually drinks like very light, yeah, very really, really like yeah. crisp and light. And yeah, that's yeah. my description of like trying to d- convince people to drink it because like most people have never heard of the style of beer. They don't actually drink it on a regular basis. They don't even like make an effort to try it. But like the first time someone actually has like, I mean, the that like flagship one is like it's always going to be the Guinness because the Guinness is so easy to drink. But there's so many better versions of it, of that like dark beer that's really light that actually drinks way lighter than oh, any yeah. IPA. Well, here's the best part is, like, Guinness has, like, Tamave and Schwartz beer are more drinkable, in my opinion, than Guinness. Yeah. Because Guinness has, like, roasty bitterness. And it's it. also a nitro beer. And, like, not all of them. Have, you guys aren't serving on nitro, right? No, no. Yeah, exactly. Normal, so, like, it makes it, yeah. to me, it does make it a little bit easier to drink Um, because of that. I find the opposite to be true for me. Like, you like nitro beers more? Well, there's not as many bubbles, so like I feel like I don't get like that, like all those bubbles in my tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you get like four or five yeah. beers in, you're just like burping constantly. When I'm drinking nitro beers, I don't get that. That's yeah, fair. totally. That's a good idea. Yeah. But so, like, that plays into the drinkability for me. It's like yeah, I can. Well, you also drink totally. more, but you drink a beer in the same amount of time. You drink three beers at the time that you need to drink one beer. That's not true. We're we're on pace. Currently, we're on pace, but it's because you're I I you're taking I'm it actively easy. leaning away from. Yeah, it you're so taking it easy. If it was in your hand, that would have been gone. We've already had taken another break, so we get another beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I'm self control, <laughs> dude. What's it like to what's have self control? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm not uh, referring to the bubbles so much as just like the flavor. Yeah. Being there shouldn't be any bitterness in it, which yeah. kind of obviously. 
a little bit to balance, but I meant yeah, you're on to I be mean, sweet, no, but... like like it's not jarring. Like, yeah, it shouldn't every take time away we talk this way. It's kind of going back to that the Formula One stuff. My dad and I we used to do a little bit of home brewing. I learned oh, holy shit, that's very challenging. Yeah, um, and not like one of those like we did the kit that was easy. Then we like genuinely tried to like put it all together ourselves. That opened up my eyes to like how impressive it is what y'all do to craft these things. And then in college, we designed a like a net zero brewery. Like me and another guy, like our whole kind of like school did. Um, but we designed really in different cool. cities. So like me and my partner Reed, we chose Marfa, Texas, and we talked to the people there. We talked to the town there. We kind of like got involved with trying to figure out how like how do you make a, a net zero brewery in Marfa? What kind of beer would these people even want? Yada yada. Really cool. Went to Asheville, spent weeks and months studying it. And I, I all, whenever we have these conversations, this is a long way of me saying, whenever we have these conversations on the pod, I get fucking fired up because I want to maybe design a beer one day. Because I think of it as a design because yeah, I'm an architect. Yeah. I, I think how much fun and maybe sometimes less stressful it would be to, instead of designing houses, to design beers and maybe get the same. Like, is, is that check. what you do for... Yeah, for money. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. You, you uh, so, an architect? Was that? I am. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. you'd think it'd be for money, but really, it's to keep a horse alive. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a barter system. Yeah. He's like, it's basically to keep a horse alive and like pay for you know our drinking problem. Yeah. yeah. Like, keep the wife happy, the horse alive, and, and all the beer that we drink. <laughs> yeah. It's not my problem. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, man, like listen to how like passionate you got. And you guys might not even really feel like you're that passionate the way that you're talking about it right now. But seeing how like easily you talk about it, how you definitely have this kind of knowledge, you've got a little bit of like wisdom with it all. I always get like fired up because one day I think I would really, really enjoy uh, kind of getting into that a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm always, and I can't speak for James, but I kind of feel like he is too. But I'm always an open book. Like I'm, I love when people come up to me and are like let's do a collab and i want to help design the beer i'm like hell yeah that's yeah, that's a, let's do it no problem and it's fun you know yeah and it also it speaks to your actual knowledge of being able to like when you say design a beer it's not like hey you know i, li- I kind of like this can we try to do this thing they're going to give you these things and you're basically doing a math equation to like how can i create this flavor profile on just like a yeah. basic description of what they want because they have no fucking idea what they're talking about like, it, it is a lot of math, but I always tell people, you just work backwards. Uh, yeah. You, you, like, think of the Let beer in your itself. mind that you want. Like, I want something, like this beer that we just drank. I want something citrusy, but drinkable, with a little bit of, like, get you drunk in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Just a little. And just it, a little. And just work backwards that way. Like, something gold-colored, something, you know what I mean? And then it, it like you start ticking boxes and then it kind of like it puts you in a certain area and then you make decisions from that. Exactly. Okay. I wish I remember the guy's name, but we met one of the head brewers of Green Man in Asheville. Green. Big fan. And I think it's one of the reasons that I, I love that brewery so much. And it might be like cognitive dissonance in the sense that like I maybe know it's not the best brewery. No, I, I love Green Man. I, I totally, and I know I'm going to speak for Jackson. I know he also loves Green Man. So it's like, good. It's, one of those, it's like, great. It's a great brewery. It's a nat- for me. It's a Nashville staple. I I choose Green Man over a lot of other breweries in Nashville. Yeah, same. They're a regional staple. I mean, they're as big and popular popular as they are because they make really good, consistent. Exactly. Yeah. Like, the guy, God, I, I, 
maybe we'll put it in the show notes if I can find it later. <clears throat> he had a sweet beard. He was probably like in his early 40s at the time. This is 12 years ago. So you're describing basically like every brewer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he had a sweet beard, but it was like gray. He, he Okay, everybody knows what George Clooney looks like. You know how he kind of went like prematurely gray? Add a big-ass <laughs> beard to George Clooney. That's what this guy looked like. Wow. He was like a handsome, prematurely gray Dripping fucking with brewer. Sex. Dripping, Dripping with sex. Yes. <laughs> Sexual brewer energy. And uh, every girl in our class had a massive crush on this guy immediately. We spent like two guy, two days with this guy. Uh, but he described brewing beer like making music. And I had never heard someone kind of make that analogy before. And he talked about, okay, I don't want to make a beer. I want to make a feeling. Mm-hmm. I don't want when, – when somebody's making a song, they're capturing like – a memory or they're capturing like what they would like to experience. Uh, and he just went on and on and he talked about beer in this really radically different way than I'd heard a lot of people talk about it, which every single other brewery we went to talked about it from more of a scientific point of view, kind of like a chemistry, you know, lab yeah. crafting. I mean, point I've of never view. heard it talked about in that way either, which it, is, which is interesting. Yeah. It was really fascinating. Cause um, I always approached it. I mean, one of my mentor, um, back home, Shout out to Burt Boyce, which if you heard this, that would be so cool. But yeah. <laughs> no, he's the man. Speaking of Sam Adams, he worked at Sam Adams. He was like one of their lead sellermen and stuff. So he's like, he knows his shit. Sweet. But he always said to me, like, you want to be a good brewer, cook. And I really took that to heart. So I'm like a home cook. Like, yeah. I'm a chef. I'm not like. Not yeah. anything special. I no just one who really actually makes enjoy. food at home will ever call himself a chef because, like, when you make food, you realize, like, hey, you make an amazing meal. And you're like, that was shit. I could have done these things so much better. And then you're, but everyone else is like, dude, that was so that was so good. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, and you're like, oh, you're like, no, it was terrible. But yeah. like, it's that feeling, right? Of like, yeah. you make something good and you want other people to enjoy it. Yeah, and I just enjoy it so much, and that's how I approach beer. I get like, the feeling part of it though, because they're. Like beers that I've made, where I'm like, man, I remember I was here in this place at this time, and I had this beer, and I love that beer, and I can't get that beer, and I like try and make a beer that like is that thing in my head that I've either built it up to something that it never was or isn't, mm-hmm. but I try and make that here, yeah, mm-hmm. um, because I just want to like, I want to take a sip and like go back to that place. Yeah. Do you? So I think this is. A, when you posed that or like you made that like statement, Colin, it was something that I wanted to ask you guys, like when you have a beer, so like as a beer that's about to come out, right? So like, we'll go with, um, do you have a name for the beer yet? I don't even know. <laughs> so, uh, beer X, um, yeah, the, the Schwartz beer, <laughs> the Schwartz beer is if you were to describe it to someone on a feeling and not what it tastes like or not anything else, how would you describe the beer? Hmm. Like where, where are you at or uh, I never what's the weather it. outside? Right, because like I know how I feel about certain beers. Like in the middle of summer, I'll still drink a brown beer. Yeah, but like I'm probably gonna be doesn't more to feel like, like summer. It doesn't feel like summertime, but yeah. like a certain like brown beers, lagers, or like dark lagers, or things like that. Like that feels like a fall winter time. Like I'm yeah. wearing a t-shirt and a flannel and jeans and boots and just like getting drunk with my friends and watching college football. Yeah, and is there a like is it if you could describe that to someone? Is the, there a feeling or like a weather that like? Yeah, that's the, it? the feeling would be like. For me, obviously, um, dark and gloomy outside, probably cold. Hanging out with the homies, wanting to drink more than just one stout, right? Because stouts are usually like yeah, 
seven percent and a bunch of residual sugars, so it just fills you right up. And the hangover's like, rough. Yeah, and there's like no way I'm gonna drink another one of those. So multiple beers with the friends, cold weather, that feeling. You know, it's like staying warm and like you know. You wearing a flannel? Yeah, definitely flannels involved. Yeah. <laughs> like a little smoke drifting over from a fire pit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The dog's like on the couch next to you, not down on exactly. the ground. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. If there was a fireplace, okay. the dog would be like next to the fireplace, you know, that yeah. feeling. There's a girl stuck in the past still wearing Uggs <laughs> <laughs> nearby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you yeah. got anything like that, James? Where like you've brewed a beer and like you had this like that you could describe of like, this is what I think of that beer. If I could describe a moment in it. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, make, I make a lot of stuff here that isn't like my recipe. Yeah. Um, I don't like with this collab, like this collab was born out of like, just shooting the shit and being idiots with Harbor and Randolph. Uh, so we're like, we should make something. Like, we just wanted to be fun and different, and like, we want to put those laughs and those good times into a beer. So then we tell a story, like, yeah, this is weird, and it does doesn't really make a whole lot of sense why we did this, but it's just a dumb little brainchild that we had at yeah. Fatty's because I got off early and went over there, and we had three or four too many beers. <laughs> and like, what if we put this in a beer? That would be fun, and like, just try and capture that like fun creativity, the laughs, the shenanigans the things that are only born out of just like probably having one too many beers yeah yeah one of my most successful houses and i could call it that in the sense of like the, my barometer for that is how much new clients say i like this house or i'd like yeah. to do something like this or that or it just gets talked about enough for mm-hmm. whatever reason um or it gets enough dings on pinterest i don't know <laughs> was a house that uh kind of came about like that all the houses that I spend like hours in what feels like years crafting, they're really special because of the time I've put in it. But then, they, you know, just kind of, well, mm. the one house that I actually probably honestly designed in like a weekend with the client who built it for himself. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and then, you know, we probably took a couple months to actually really craft it and draw it. But genuinely, the original like Genesis was drawn pretty much on like a Saturday, Sunday, Monday is probably 60% of the people that reach out to me. Uh, it's Which a house, house on Pocahontas in, in the old village. It's kind of like stucco. It's got vertical western red cedar that's kind of grayed out to almost the color of this floor, but originally it was like the color of these boots. It's got green windows, yeah. a lot of glass. Uh, it's the one, it's got is that a white? Yeah, it's kind of, it's white. It's got, um, it kind of looks like it maybe was like an old ranch house renovation. Okay, I remember um, what you're talking about. Now. Yeah, and it's it's like way more modern than any, any of my other stuff. But genuinely, it was kind of like a sketch that came to life, and I think we built the house for like, I don't know, seven hundred grand, eight hundred grand. Sold for like super three point cool. five million bucks. Oh, um, and it constantly, almost, it's almost now like anybody that's coming down from the north, they're like, "Hey, Colin, we like your work. Uh, there's a house in the old village." I'm like, "Oh, fuck, here we go." It's <laughs> like almost every time now, and it, yeah. So some collaborations don't need to have emotion. They don't need to have other stuff with it. They can kind of come almost from like kind of joshing around how, how many basil, vibes how many basil hayden's you have designing that house <laughs> that one honestly was uh lefroy lefroy because i designed <laughs> it in the winter so i was pounding pd scotch genuinely that yeah i mean i've got early sketches of that that still have like spilled lefroy probably from like two in the morning <laughs> yeah. yeah 
I think you do your best work when you're like a little bit drunk. Oh, for sure. After like when yeah, he goes to bed, you're vivid, yeah, right? Even you're pilots. Sure. <laughs> Even pilots. <laughs> he landed that plane okay. <laughs> On yep. the day of that flight, I was drunk. The the previous flight before that, I was drunk. <laughs> but yeah. Well, hey, let me ask you this, James. How do you? What's your process for creating a recipe then? Uh, I mean, I pretty much decide on a style. Like, I'll find like a style. Like, oh man, I haven't had that in a while. Or like, the tap room really needs something like that. Uh, and then next step is either like either malt focused or hop focused because I found like <clears throat> like one varietal of hop. I'm like, oh, I really want to use this. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, one particular like grain or something. Uh, like. Riverbend Malt House has got this Appalachian smoked wheat, and I'm just itching to use it like real bad. Are you gonna make a Grudzinski? Grudzinski or whatever? Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do that. Uh, but I was thinking about a Czech dark lager with a little bit of smoke in it. Oh, yeah. Sign me the fuck up. Uh, (laughs) Like, I love a beer that has this little bit of like. When when it first hits you, you don't notice the smoke, and then at the end of it, you're like, ooh. Smoke. It's like it's like a campfire, right? Like when you go to bed, you don't realize that you kind of smell smoky. <laughs> right. But then when you wake up in the middle of the night, like I roll over, like oh, Hannah, your hair smells like fucking campfire, and I'm like, I love it. Don't move. Like, <laughs> I have no idea why that happened. I actually do know. <laughs> Six o'clock. No, it can sense that all of our glasses are are empty, dry, oh, are in fact empty. Yeah. You know dry, what? Empty. That's probably the best alarm that's ever happened. <laughs> Let's grab a beer real quick, and then we'll uh, finish up. Oh yeah. And we're back live from Two Blokes Brewing. <laughs> there we go. My See, name's Rom. I'm new here. Yeah. <laughs> You're out of here, Jackson. Sorry, bro. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you can't. Jackson can never get that low. No. I love Jackson, but he cannot. I can't even. I can't. Hello there. Jackson like, looks like I a guy. I cannot make my voice go that low. Jackson looks, and his name sounds like somebody who would have a nice barrel to him. My name's Jackson. But there's not. But if it went by Frank, it would it would work. Yeah. <laughs> His name's Frank. Frank. Frank Ocean. Yeah, Frank Ayers. <laughs> but his middle name's Jackson, so he goes by Jackson. So his government name is Frank. Yeah, I'm so glad to know that. <laughs> when we golf together, <laughs> I, so glad I only that. call him Frank. It's it's Frank. It's not Franklin, but I call him Franklin the whole time we golf, and <laughs> he does. He's like, you know what? I don't mind it. I'm like. I would hate you so much. Like I would hate me so much if I was you. He looks like he could really own like the nickname Frankie J. Like, yeah. Oh, Frankie yeah. J is kind of gangster though. You know, I yeah, like that's the a good, name Frank. That's good I don't know. He's got a vibe. Yeah, like if he, up, he wears like the short shorts that like show up all the thigh tats, and like he's like you know that's that's Frankie J. Like Frankie yeah. J wears Vans and has thigh tats and doesn't give a fuck. You could be Frankie J. He shows up <laughs> casually late to gatherings, and when he walks in, he's like, "Hey, Frankie J." Frankie J. Yeah. So wait, there's a very important question on yeah, the yeah. table. It's you claimed you could drink 36 beers. I think I could drink 36 day. in 24 hours. I mean, you could, but I so, think you would be in I a would, not good state. No, absolutely. But <laughs> I like, don't know, man. So, I've seen you drink a lot of beer. Yeah, but like. I a think lot of beer. there is a time, there are certain times and places in which you can drink more than you should be able to drink. Yeah. You Superman. Middle of summer at the beach. Yeah. I can put down 20 Easy. and I, and I get home and I'm like, God, I wish I would have got drunk today. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's one of those like, like what weird are you things. Drinking? Drinking Coors Light? 
it depends on like who I'm around because I, I usually don't choose the beer. I let other people choose it because I'm, uh, you know. On Boys Day, how much we even had tally cards? Uh, how much did we get up to? Uh, well, we gave each shot one and a quarter of a thing. Yeah, and because we were counting beers. Yeah, we were counting beers. Um, I have the tally cards, and first place was Jackson. He had like twenty some twenty eight or twenty nine something like that. It was it was rough, and Jackson was <laughs> drunk as shit. Jackson and Colin got in a full on like. BJJ fight in the middle of the living room while um, I'm trying to cook dinner. Like I've got like, steaks and scallops and mashed potatoes, all these things going on. And I'm like, you two said you were going to help. And so finally I walked out and scolded the two of them. I was like, you fucking idiots get in the kitchen. They're in the kitchen, like smacking each other. Just like, like, <laughs> like little school girls. Yeah. Were we, yeah, were we both shirtless or just keep... Jackson? You and Jackson were both shirtless, both sweaty. Nate's got a torn bicep, so he can't even intervene. He can't even wow. help me cut things because he can't use both arms. Wow. <laughs> You two would not stop, and I was like, "Finally, I gotta after say, after you slammed I've him into the there couch before, though, <laughs> with the drunk BJJ tournaments yeah. in the living room, and then they Can drink. We just say Brazilian jiu-jitsu every time you start with BJ. Like it's it like just, two blowjobs. Like, BJJ. Grow up, yeah. James. Shit, man. Yeah, Colin and Jackson were giving BJ's <laughs> in, the, in the living room, and I was just in the kitchen cooking, just trying to like see what happened. I was just like, "All right, whatever." One of my buddies calls it jits, and it bothers me equally. Yeah, I don't think I like that one either. <laughs> Wait, jibs? Jits. Like, like jitsu? jits, yeah. yeah. He's like, "You going to jits later?" I was like, "What?" That also kind of oh. slightly sounds like like an ethnic slur. It yeah. does sound, <laughs> like it does. dude. I watched something the other day that abs. <laughs> I was rolling. It was Tosh Point oh, and he had a whole panel. Oh my god, it, it was so you know funny. What, did you send that? And he, you no, know, I didn't. But like, I watched He's the same video. Things that sound like slurs and his <laughs> but they're actually not offended they're like, not at yeah, all right and it, it was like yeah raise your hand if you're offended and like at one point like the white lady raised her hand and he's like why is that offensive and she just looked at the black guy and then didn't say anything and he was just like shaking his head like, back in abilene there's like this it's a protein coffee mix like it's like a protein shake that but sounds it tastes like, like coffee myself. Uh, yeah. double shit <laughs> and like it's a really big deal like they sell it all over the country but it's called chike c-h-i-k-e that sounds like chike. a racial slur and i every time like i like would bump into the owner uh i'd always forget i'm like you know i know it's not but i it, it feels like like an ethnic slur yeah like all right. it sounds like it's i was like just don't ever make like a dirty chike like, like espresso chai mixture. I was like, because it sounds. It just. All right, I got a challenge for you. I, do you know who John Rocker is? I don't think no. so. John Rocker used to pitch for the Braves. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he was this amazing pitcher, and pretty much ruined his entire career because of like a Sports Illustrated article where he started describing how much he disliked going to Times Square. <laughs> just it, sh- it showed every ounce of how brutally racist he was. It was terrible. Oh, it was yeah. disgusting. Hell of a pitcher, not a very good person. Go full John Rocker. Now that I've told you that, go on a diatribe. But you've got to use the word. You got to use non-real slurs. Uh, I don't like jits it. Ch- and chites. <laughs> no, I'm not putting that on the list. <laughs> You're not about to trick me. <laughs> Now, give me 36 beers, and I'll, I'll yeah, put yeah. Jits and Shike on the map. Yeah. <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. And we cut mark it. that. Cut it. Whenever Colin... Do not air that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, 
But yes, uh, back, the, the beeping was. I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> it's just so you know, funny. every time we do it, it the beeps yeah, never actually. That, yeah. The beeps <laughs> don't actually show up on the actual podcast, and I don't know why because like that it, it should show up. I, yeah. I don't get it. So it's just cutting it out. Yeah, it basically no, it doesn't cut it out. It just like we hear the beep, but it doesn't actually it show doesn't up on the podcast. Out. It's really frustrating. But um, yeah. Um, anywho, uh, <laughs> anywho. <laughs> No, I think I think honestly, in a twenty-four hour time period, though, you legitimately could drink thirty-six beers. I see. It just depends on when I started. The most I've ever drank, like in a session, was twenty-three beers. So yeah, but that's a, that's were you one doing session. a challenge? That, no, or, I was just out on the boat. Well, that's my point. Yeah. yeah. So wait. So if you knew you but needed twenty-three, to, yeah, if I was if I was under pr- so it's really different. Yeah. So <laughs> no, true. but if I was under the pressure, I mean, that was twenty-three beers in seven hours. Yeah. Like, so here, so. We had a thing called that- 10KML. On your 10,000th day alive, your goal was to drink 10,000 milliliters of alcohol in a 24-hour period, which is like, like 26 beers, I think. Yeah, My math might like be that. weird. But yeah. um, so we went to uh, the Tennessee-Florida game, and we drove back from Columbia, where I was living at the time. Colin and his wife picked us up. We all drove all the way up and went and stayed at Colin's parents' house. And it was Mitch's 10,000th day alive. And that guy got after it. But he did it where he started in a 24-hour period at, like, 5 p.m. And then the next day at 5 p.m. finished his 10 kml. And he slept in between. And I was like, if you give me 24 hours, I, could very, I think I think I could easily With drink. sleep in between? I think if you give me six hours of sleep, I can murder 36 yeah. years. Yeah. The sleep no, changes things. No sleep? I don't think touching 30 is possible. Yeah, I agree. No sleep, no naps. Not with that attitude. Yeah, look, <laughs> it it depends. Like, look, do I get PEDs? Do I get to have like caffeine? Because, like, how much caffeine? Well, I mean, you'd have to reduce your liquids. You're putting like a shit ton of liquid in your body. Already. No, no, yeah, caffeine pills, baby, all day. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, caffeine, ketamine. <laughs> I, I, Colin's got a horse, so like, <laughs> maybe we can make it work. But, like, but yeah, I think if I can add, if I can have four hours of sleep, I think thirty-six beers is reachable. Yeah, do nose beers count? No. <laughs> <laughs> then it's definitely possible. I looked at um. I don't know. I looked at uh, we we know somebody who's who's taking some trazodone to help him sleep right now, and I was like, oh, my horse takes trazodone. Yeah. So I looked at the prescription of what my horse takes versus what a human takes. Fuck me, dude. Yeah. It was like a a number. I don't remember what it was, but we were trying to like imagine. It would literally be like fill this trash can with Trazone and give that to that horse every day. Yeah. (laughs) It was like an insane amount of like what would be pills. 200,000 milligrams. Yeah. It was like versus like a human takes like four. Something wild. But Um, granted, they're, you know. If you yeah. give me yeah. 36 so natter days in a 24-hour period, I could finish them. <laughs> so, you remember Clint Baker? Yeah. My first uh, college spring break. Drove down to Doesn't Destin. count. Spring break doesn't count. It doesn't count. Doesn't count. It's all... You gotta do it after 30. If you can't drink 36 beers after 30, like, doing it at 22 or 20 doesn't count. This was 18. Yeah, so... Even yeah, worse. It doesn't count, because, like, your body has no consequences. Yeah. They... You don't even think oh, about yeah. the hangover. You bounce back so quick. You're thinking recharging about the hangover as you're now. Yeah. Like, if I drank 36 beers in a 24 hour period, I would die. Like, I the next day I'm useless. I have a I might have a three day hangover for sure. Well, the story is still funny in the sense that we each bought uh, 30 pack natties back when they had the terrible cans. Now the cans are cool. Now natty tastes better. <laughs> 
Natural light. Smooth pills are all natural ingredients. <laughs> the 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 goal was you can buy a thirty pack, right? Because in in Tennessee you couldn't, in South Carolina you Wait, can't. But I in Alabama, racks in Knoxville all the time. You might be able to now, but in college you couldn't. Why did I bought thirty racks of Keystone Light every single Thursday of Remember college? That orange can. Fuck yeah, and I did. Because I was trying the to fall find can. Yeah. yeah, it was a fall can because I wanted it because if you got the fall can, it was a rack of all. Mossy oak fucking camo yeah, boxes, <laughs> yeah, and it was a yeah. thirty racks yeah. at the Seventeenth Street Deli in Knoxville, Tennessee. I would buy thirty racks of Keystone Light, looking for the orange can, so I could win the thousand dollars to buy as many more cases of <laughs> to, to oh, thirty racks of that. Well, I'm probably wrong yeah. then, but yeah. all I know is that we got there and we beat the rest of our group. Me and him drove down with like two other guys, and we beat everybody down there by like probably eight hours. We left. We drove through the night. We picked it up. We went to Waffle House that morning. We brought a couple beers into Waffle House with us out of our 30 packs. Wait, each. Panama City Waffle House? Yeah. Not yeah, banned yeah. for life. Yeah. You know that one. Yeah. That's uh, cool. Are we, you really? We brought a couple beers in there. The little Amazing. lady, she was totally fine with it. This, like, adorable little Southern lady. She was fine. She's like, I know what y'all are doing. You're good. She let us walk out with the Waffle House coffee mugs. Oh, nice. So oh. we went out to the beach. No sunscreen, nothing. <laughs> It's nine thirty in the morning. We were about two or three <laughs> beers in the sun, <laughs> and we drank every single beer each out of the Waffle House mugs on the beach in Panama City while we waited for nice. our guys to get That's there. That's so much work though, because the it Waffle is, House mugs are only ten ounces. It they was don't awful. even you can't even fit a full. Beer it was really them. about a half a beer each time. Yeah, that because sucks. of the foam and yeah, and you start getting drunk, so you know if you fill it up too much, you're spilling it. Blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I might have already mentioned his name, but like. Peed his pants in his beach I'm chair. Tag him in this. Threw up on his lap. Oh, you know, man. it was awful. Yeah, he's awful. It's he's the now- most hungover I've ever been in my life. No, excuse me. It's probably the drunkest, but the most sunburn I've ever been in my life. Yeah, you said raw dog in the sun, and I just want to say that the sun raw dog is you. You don't run. <laughs> sun raw dog's you. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, but a beautiful memory. And I still have the mug. <laughs> Beautiful memory. Yeah. Um, Well, so this beer that we have in front of us is. Can we. uh, We're going to do a big loop. Can't stop burping. Uh, Maybe I should have got a nitro. Um, But. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. I hate when other people are right. It's not fair. Um, Circling back, because during our quick intermission, James let us try the beer that's being released Saturday, correct? Friday? Yes. 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 Saturday the 4th. Oyster Roast. Yeah. 5 p.m. That's not my department. Um, it, that's just what it says uh, on the okay, beer, yeah, the beer Week website. Oh, says cool, 5 perfect. p.m. is when it starts, but perfect, you guys open cool, way, cool, cool, way cool, before yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Or you can get it at Tradesman this Wednesday. Uh, we're doing the big Brewster event over there. Uh, where there'll be you know, six or seven or eight different breweries made uh, beers with groups of females. So they're all like, like female recipes, like the ladies made them. Uh, I mean, I supervised, but I mean, they mostly did all the work on this. Not pink uh, boots, just like no, your not pink own. boots, just like Charleston ladies making beer. Cool, yeah, um, very cool. That was really really cool. Uh, I think we had like sixteen or fifteen or sixteen ladies here helping out, and it was a blast. They shucked all the oysters, um, and I. It's super good. Chair for yeah. a long time. Uh, I I had to learn something during that that whenever I drink an oyster, 
like style beer. I always was like, oh, it's going to taste like oysters. It never it does. does. Not. And I learned because James gave me a fucking history lesson. Well, I I haven't had this lesson. What yeah. So this? James, can you give us a quick breakdown of why? Wait, wait, wait. First, I don't think we ever said it. We're drinking oyster stout. Oh yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, it's an oyster stout. stout. <laughs> Let's make that clear. It is a aggressively drinkable beer. Like, oh man, when, when you amazing. hear the it word so stout, good. you think that like it's going to be like a little bit heavier. It's going to be. I don't want to say syrupy, but like it's going to be thicker in your mouth. This is not. It it drinks well more like a lighter beer. Oh, thank you. It's got it a, It's got the uh, like the dark foam to it. Yeah, yeah, it has that off-white. Yeah. Yep. That I like it. And foam. Yeah. yeah. But it's pretty cool. Why is the um what what's the significance of oysters? Uh, so like before we had clarifying agents uh for for beers. Uh, in order to like move over into the fermenter without pulling up all that shit in the kettle uh, with the liquid that just you don't want in there. Um, or even like from fermenter to bright tank when you're trying to clarify a beer to put into a keg. Uh, before we had those products that we use now. Um, Which are reduce, generally algae-based and things like that. Yeah, right? brewers would use like uh, fish bladders and oysters because they're rich in a thing called Isen glass it's isn glass or isin glass um and for whatever reason it makes protein coagulate and like drop to the bottom of the boil kettle relatively well um or at least it did 100 years ago um so that's where we get like the oyster style of beers from is because we they were using them because one they're red- readily available Nobody was really eating them back then. Uh, it's like the same classification as lobsters. Like, yeah. poor people food. Um, so, yeah, you don't get, like, oyster flavor. I mean, oysters don't have, like, a big flavor when you eat them raw. Like, what They've you, got a texture. Like, the notes that you get are, like, texture and, like, salinity. How, how, how much uh, salinity they have. But that's, like, a, a qualifying like thing like whenever like someone has like a air quotes like really good oysters like how much salinity does it actually yeah. have right because like how much does it like when it when you actually take the bite of it it's like going to be the texture and like the amount of meat that's on it and the salinity are the things that people I'd like say you're right. a good oyster has a good smell there's a yeah. specific smell that maybe even the shell has it's more, clean but yeah. yeah i mean you're not the taste isn't there yeah. but go back real quick to the eisen eisenglass yeah eisenglass. what what is this <laughs> yeah it's just what? like a. it's like Something that I don't really even know it's what a to natural call it. coagulant. Like, yeah, it's a coagulant. Like, and it's in like fish bladders and oysters and other things found in the sea. And like algae has some algaes have it in it. Um, Isinglass. Yeah. It ever... sounds like a term from Star Trek. Yeah. Right. Or like they've taken the hobbits to Isinglass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You went as far from Star Trek as possible. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I'm always going to get Lord of the Rings. Though. I think us three are going to always go Lord of the Rings. I can yeah. say that because James literally has a yeah yeah we uh, fellowship of the ring tattoo. Yeah. yeah. So like in the the little like artwork that I made for the show or for like that that podcast, it's like this brewer dude like all excited. He's wearing his leader rose and all that. But I snuck in his tattoo <laughs> on the arm. There. It was awesome. The fellowship tattoo. Right. And uh, I, I have... didn't even realize that was on there until Casey was like, that was we... cute of them to make the guy you. Dude, we literally sent it to you and you're like, dude, it looks great. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, no, I think that's you. Like, oh, he's not wearing glasses. And she's like, he has your tattoo. And I was like, oh. When I put the glasses on, it it, it made it look weird. It, it didn't work. I tried. <laughs> It it looks silly because it it didn't look like 
a Bavarian dude brewing beer because Bavarian <laughs> dudes in that outfit aren't wearing glasses. Yeah, yeah. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. It checks um, out. Yeah. We should have a time in which we just sit down and we have no obligations and we can't have plans. We can't have to be like, hey, Colin's got to be out of here at like 645. We can't have we're going to be like, hey, we have nothing to do the rest of the day. We're drinking 36 beers. Yeah. (laughs) And then we're going to sit here and just talk Lord of the Rings until we are tired. Oh, yeah. Sign me up. Because I I think the four of us could have an actual fucking conversation. Yeah. I've got opinions. Yeah. I got opinions. Oh, yeah. This is it was the most commented thing that I've got on our like it's like anchor, like where we uh, like host from. And I got a couple things like I really want to know what his opinions on Lord of the Rings are. And I was like, trust me guys, we'll we'll do this in the future, but like we have to plan to be very, very drunk. Because yeah. Yeah. we're gonna get into a tangent and this might go from There may even be arguments. Yeah. Oh, there's gonna be arguments. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be Definitely be. It comes in pints. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if anyone brings up those goddamn eagles, I'll fight them. Yeah. I'll fight you. Yeah. Like, well, why like don't they the just whole... fly, fly the ring to, like, fuck off? Yeah. But you can't do that because Sauron has the eye. He can see them coming. Yeah. There's no way that would work. Yeah. There and... you go. It has begun. And. But we got to take I got to shut that off. Because <laughs> if I start thinking about that, my night's ruined. We yeah. got to. He's going to go home and he's going to work later. He's going to like pick up Brittany and then he's going to go home and he's going to turn on. He's probably going to watch Fellowship of the Ring and then drink like two glasses of whiskey and then get his work done and do all that. And then he's going to send a message at like one thirty in the morning that none of us are going to respond to. <laughs> and it's going to be like mm-hmm. those motherfucking people with the Eagles. And it's just going to be something that's like very opinionated. Like, Colin, save it. We'll have it. We'll have a. Christmas podcast. And the house he draws will look like Isengard. (laughs) (laughs) So Mike knows me well. You guys don't know this. I get super hyper fixated on things. Yeah. I really lean into them. I think they call it autism. It it is. It is. I got it all. Some people have a touch of it. I got it all. Um, I'm off the spectrum in the 104%. If you can be on it somewhere. Um, Oh my God. So, I saw a trailer. I know that Ridley Scott's making a Napoleon. Napoleon, movie. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you haven't stopped talking Excited about it about for three that. weeks. I haven't, and this is the problem. I think it has been in the last three weeks, probably the last three podcasts. Yeah, he's mentioned it every single time. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is what happened. Like, you brought up now. the Eagles, and I'm fucked now because because <laughs> that's what you're gonna. Because I saw a trailer. It was a sneak peek of like 30 seconds of that movie. Where it shows Napoleon crowning himself. He gets the crown prior to the Pope puts it on his head. And he picks it up and he holds it up and says, I found the crown of France in the gutter and I placed it upon my own head. And when I saw it, I was like, fuck off. That's Ridley Scott. There's no way. No, he actually did did that. And I was like, well, I got to look into that. Yeah. I better Google that. He's a very and then arrogant. Google and then it. he started reading, and, and then he started listening to like all these books, and then now the last three yeah. weeks, you've done nothing but immerse yourself I don't in Napoleon. Wait, wait too much about you, Napoleon You, you keep correcting It's like, Napoleon wasn't short. He was actually 5'6", and, you know, 5'8", and that was actually a pretty average height. Actually, a little bit taller than regular person at the yeah, time. that's not good. Yeah. I don't know why you're friends with me. I genuinely sometimes ask myself. I, I feel the same thing, but... It's the horse. Yeah. <laughs> You just want me for my horse. <laughs> but that definitely needs something we actually sit down and like we just don't have any plans. And we can be like, hey, let's just sit next to the fire yeah. and microphones on hand. And at least 
36 beers within arm's reach <laughs> and then so just good. talk stupid Lord of the Rings shit and not stupid, but like, you know, for the average no, person, stupid, probably stupid, but cool. Yeah, we're going to get into three, and we could live cast all three films. We need... Don't get me started. We need some Nine old hours. school steins, and we need... I have some pipes. I have two. Ooh. I've got a church warden's pipe. All right. What, is, like what do Mary and Pippin smoke when they're sitting on the walls of Isengard? Long bottom leaf. Yeah, Fuck. Bottom leaf. <laughs> Let's go. You passed the test. Let's go. Right. I don't think we can acquire that, because we're not anywhere near a place that makes that, but, you know... I think we have something, something close. I think Roman and Julietas are basically like long bottom leaf. So let's just like smoke <laughs> just some un- cigars. Unwrap them and stick a pipe. Yeah. Um, All right. But no, thanks, y'all. Um, Dude, thank you. This is yeah, super thank fun. You. Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> nice. Thank you. No, um, whenever we want to sit down and record, you guys have been fantastic. So it's been. It's been real. Come it's been to Hobcock and fun. Two Blokes. Yeah. Shameless plug. Yeah, shameless plug. It's craft beer week. Get out there and support your local breweries. All forty-two of them out there, guys. Yeah. Do it, you bitches. Yes. 